Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's so good to hear old Taylor Swift songs. You just forget how much you liked them. It's the Adventures of Bradley and Dawn on My Talk 107.1. It's all about the movies. Um, I went to the movie this weekend, but first we have to talk about a contest that's going on locally. Yeah, I'm very, uh, very excited for this just little piece of uh, movie trivia slash fun. Local theater goers in the Twin Cities have been tasked with making a movie. Okay. I mean, who doesn't like to make a good movie now and again? A short Actually, movie? with uh, your phone, that is. Oh. Independent Movie Theater, The Main, uh, is offering a chance to show your short film on the big screen. Now, before you're like, well, I don't know the first thing about doing a film. Do you got an iPhone? Then you're good. Have yeah. you ever posted anything on Instagram or TikTok? You Go can make for a it. movie. The contest is based on the popular TikTok trend. Now, Dawn, I know you're not on the TikTok, but you've no doubt seen these on Reels, on mm-hmm. the Instys. Uh, there's this trend wherein creators Wes Anderson their life by sort of, you know, in his signature sort of romanticization of life with bright colors and those delicious tones. shots yes that are very just like when you see them you're like that's wes anderson right well that was a tiktok trend it still is in fact and to that end the main cinema is offering uh the chance for the top three submissions which this we're talking like 90 seconds or less and if you haven't seen them it is really cute if you just go on to reels or tiktok and type in wes anderson like you'll no doubt be able to see uh, examples of yeah. this particular trend. The top three submissions, which must be 90 seconds or less, will be shown before the theater screenings of Wes Anderson's new movie, Asteroid City, with such names as Tom Hanks and more. I can't Scarlett think of Johansson. Scarlett Johansson. Who's the one that's uh-huh. always in his movies? Uh huh. Jason that Schwartzman. Mm-hmm. Yes. All of them. Um, Anyway, another cavalcade of uh, amazing talent. But if you want your movie to be seen by theater goers in the Twin Cities, uh, we'll put the link on our show links page so you can see how to do this. Yes, I've already done it. You did it? Uh, I put the link up there. Oh, oh I, I thought you were going to say you made a Wes Anderson. Have you seen these Wes Anderson? Uh, I'm trying to look it up right now, and I got a message on my Instagram that there's uh, suspicious behavior on my account, so I can't open it right now. On your but Instagram? But I would love to. What's <laughs> yeah. going on over there, honey? I don't know. We suspect automated behavior on your account. Are you liking a lot of stuff? Um, 
know. Oh, weird. Weird. You'll have okay. to figure that out. Mike, have you ever seen these? I have, yeah. They're fun. They are yeah. fun. And yeah. it, it's really like a simple, basic formula, mm-hmm. but they are so delightful. And it's perfect for like just a very short little, you know, little sousson of Wes Anderson. Now, is there a filter that goes well with it? That changes because you're saying you were saying before the show that some people are just using the music and they're not really actually doing the thing. Yes, that is absolutely true. Like if you want to get the idea, I I would go look at some of the Wes Anderson films. But then when you're doing your little movie, when you're making your little movie, Mm -hmm. you know, edit it in the way. And, you know, the shots are very distinct the way they do shots. And, you know, I don't I'm not a. A filmmaker, so I couldn't tell you what those shots are called, but they're very distinctive shots. And then whatever app you're running your film through, many of them will have apps. And in fact, some of them, some of the camera apps, because they've like I see them when they come through my feed, it'll say, like, do you want to make your movie look like a Wes Anderson movie? Oh. They have like filters that oh, you can Oh, that's what apply. I'm asking. That's fantastic. Yeah. Is it called the Wes Anderson filter? I'm sure it is on some apps. Mm, I don't know. But yeah. each each app because basically such it's as. such as maps. They're basically just like almost what would you call them? Like flat muted pastel tones pastel yeah yeah very very distinct if you've seen the trailer for asteroid city or it's frankly beautiful. any other wes anderson movie yeah you'll know what i'm talking about uh-huh. now don while uh i know you are furiously awaiting the chance to make a 90 second film i do also know that you saw a movie this weekend i did i saw the next Spider-Verse movie, whatever it's called, Spider-Man. Across the Spider-Verse. Across the Spider-Verse. Okay, so you saw Across the Spider-Verse yes. this weekend. What Let did you me think? tell you something. First of all, I will say if somebody said it took 50 years to make this movie, I would say, of course it did, because it's mind-blowing. Wow. It's mind-blowing what they do with years? animation. They are using Is every, this an animated movie? It is, but okay. they're using so many different forms of animation. And since they're going into other... Um, it's a multiverse, so they're going into other realms. So every realm that you go into with the different Spider-Man or woman... Um, there is a diff. Uh, there's a switch in animation. Okay. So that's how you kind of can recognize which one is which. You're like, oh wow, this one. Um, and if you watched, this might be a little bit too obscure, but you should watch um, uh, Love, Death, and Robots on Netflix. This yeah, you told us about it that has, series. Yes, it has like the newest in animation, like things that will just blow your mind, and you're like, oh, how are they even doing that? They kind of cram all of those different new types of animation into one movie. I will say that it is, I tried to go with a migraine. It was tough for me. Yikes. It was tough for me. I don't think that my brain, and I don't know, it might feel exhausting to some people. It's so good, though. It's so exciting, but it's almost like two and a half hours of being on a roller coaster, straight, solid. So now uh, it seems like there's a lot going on. It doesn't seem disjointed at all. It's all connected and you felt like it was a, you know, a connected story. It is all connected. However, you cannot space out at any point. (laughs) That's what feels so like. I don't know if the brain is designed to actually handle this many frames. (laughs) Like, honestly, it's just like rapid, rapid, rapid. And and things are switching so much that you if you like blink or look down for five seconds, you might miss part of the plot. Okay, And so it's super interesting. It's like 
85 stories into one because it's a multiverse. Um, but I would give it like uh, five stars. Wow. Five out of five for sure. This is probably one of the best Spider-Man movies I've seen and just animated movies in general. Okay. I don't know if wow. I could think of any that would top this. It is that spectacular. And, and just because of the animation or what? The animation, um, the complex story, the writers were great. Um, the direction. I don't even know how people can do this. That's the only thing I can say. Okay. I don't know how this happens. It's just something that's beyond my comprehension. Yeah. <laughs> but wow. it's so visually beautiful and you feel like you're there. Like you feel just like, you know, any of the other Spider-Man movies. But this in particular is like you're constantly feeling like you're swinging through the cityscape with Spider-Man all the time, but you're actually going through a multiverse. So it switches, 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 and it's kind of a lot to handle. And it's two and a half solid hours of that. And I had to take a three hour nap after. Oh my God. I had a migraine, like I said. So I just needed to be in a room where I had no, no sound or light coming in to just kind of reset my brain. All right. Wow. um, Well, that's those are big words. I mean, it is, but it's so, so good. Like I, I I don't know if I can handle seeing it again, but I'd like to maybe at home. Sure. But please go see it in the theater again across the Spider-Verse. Mike, you haven't seen it yet. I have not. No. Are you going to probably try to get there at some point? I mean, you can rent the first one if you haven't seen it on Amazon Prime. Like we did that because um, MC's kids hadn't seen the first one. And so they watched that the night before. And then we went. So ah, I had, yeah, that makes sense. It, it's so good, though. All right. Across the Spider-Verse. Now, when we come back, we're going to go from Spider-Man to another superhero, this time in the pop culture realm. Her name is Lindsay Lohan. Mm-hmm. Dawn has a short, a story, a story she would like to share with <laughs> us when we come back right here on my channel. Hey, my talkers, Bradley here for my friends at yourboatclub.com. I had my orientation this weekend. You know, I signed up for the trial membership. And by the way, if you want to know about all the memberships they have available, how to do a single or multi-day boat rental from your boat club on over 30 locations across Minnesota, just head to their website. I signed up for a trial membership. I had my orientation on Lake Minnetonka over the weekend. And I am so excited because I can be on the water this summer and I don't have to, (laughs) to go on a cruise have to go on a cruise. You know what I mean? I can't always be on a cruise, but when I'm not, I can be on the water right here in Minnesota and Wisconsin or Illinois or even Florida, because that's exactly where your boat club has locations. The process has been super easy. I don't really know anything about boating, but I've learned a lot and I'm super excited to be on the water again this summer. Thanks to your boat club for more information and to find out the best way to get on the water this summer, head to yourboatclub.com. Responsibly, B21. It's the adventures of Bradley and Don. This is quite an adventure for me. Where talk is fun. My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. I'm used to feeling alone. So I thought that I'd let you know. In case nobody told you today.
Adventures of Bradley and Dawn on My Talk 1071. Lindsay Lohan, she's had a rough road. You know, there have been times where she could not make it to a meeting or to work, and she had uh, some issues with her life. I think everybody at the time was, yeah, Oprah tried to, you know, help her out at one point. Lindsay Lohan being from, you know, Mean Girls, Freaky Friday, movies like that. A child star that grew into, as we all know, that is a difficult place to be, is being a child star Mm -hmm. and growing into being Mm -hmm. an adult actor. So we are so happy, or I am at least, that she's happy, she's married, she is pregnant currently, um, and, she seems to have, uh, you know, started a new chapter for sure. Right. Well, she actually predicted her marriage. Oh. I found out through an article that um, when she met her husband, first of all, let's go back. Uh, Lindsay Lohan, she moved to Dubai, uh, a place that she refers to as a sacred space. And in 2014, this happened. Uh, she says, I could do my own thing and nobody bothered me. Uh, while living in Dubai, she met her now husband, Bader Shamas. He is the assistant vice president of Credit Suisse, a global investment bank. Okay. So she basically met him at a dinner and they got to talking and, you know, she felt like she was just so open with him and that every, it was like a magical experience to talk with this guy and just feel like they super, super connected. And she literally said to him, you are the man that I'm going to be with for the rest of my life. Mm, that yeah, is no a bold pressure. thing. I mean, because if you say that and a dude's just chatting you up to try to maybe hook up, mm, he's running for the hills. So yeah. good on ye for taking that risk to say that. You know what I mean? Like I was like, whoa, that's very, that's heavy. Yeah, well, on that's the first a lot. meetup, you can yes. run a run a guy off saying that. Yes, you can, but um, she took that risk and she did, and um, they got married. Now, before that, he proposed to her during a film she was doing, and I actually watched this film. I was forced to watch it <laughs> through uh, forced movie reviews on the morning show. Oh, yeah. Rom-coms. I'm not a huge fan of them, and they forced me to watch Falling for Christmas, starring oh, Lindsay God. Lohan. I did did you see that. it? No. We, Mike, we were I talking about not, it at the time. You did not. No. See, no one wanted to watch mm-hmm. it. Well, because it's A, a rom-com, which I'm not a fan of. B, it's a Christmas rom-com. Even less excited about it. Thank and you. And C, it was Lindsay Lohan not well the last movie i saw her in was that one where she played elizabeth taylor do you remember that movie <laughs> yes. oh oh yeah. boy so let's this episode is brought to you by snapple welcome to the snapple market auditory experience close your eyes imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store you make your way to the back and reach for your favorite snapple flavor you can't wait you take a sip Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mm. What flavor are you holding? Now, open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts.
Needless to say, I watched the trailer. Right. And I was fine. Well, the Christmas movie wasn't that bad. She was like super, I mean, it wasn't that bad for a rom-com. It was stupid and, you know, it's like a Hallmark. Well, it's Netflix, but it was, you know, kind of in competition with being like a Hallmark movie. Yeah. Nothing super bad happens. It's just sort of like, uh uh-oh, we're crossing paths and now we're not understanding each other and eventually we're going to get together. She was so like into it and positive and now I know why. Because while she was filming the movie, Bader proposed to her. Mm. So she found out that she was going to be getting married. And so through the whole thing, of course, she's in the yeah, she was get super married excited in a movie a very, Christmas spirit. Very wealthy man. That's right. That's and this right. is a woman, by the way, who has been plagued with blind items about needing money for a variety mm. of reasons. Yeah. Um, and there were allegations mm-hmm. that she perhaps... Well, I'm just procured some money by spending time on yachts. Well, that, but then there was like this whole other conversation about artwork, very expensive artwork. Oh. I can't remember if the artwork just kind of disappeared. What? Yeah, no, there was. I'm just saying, if you like An blind items, if you like blind items, yes, and you like anti lawyer and uh, Lindsay Lohan is the subject. He will give you some stuff to read about. Mm, okay. So the fact that she ended up with someone who has uh, quite a bit of money is her. Is she probably she's probably not complaining. Is all he I'm isn't, say. and he's not bad looking. By the way, that helps as well. So yeah, so that's why if you liked that movie, it was extra great for her comeback movie because she was super super in love. We and were supposed to go to her wedding. Excuse me? You were. So, Dina Lohan, noted <gasps> listener of the show and fan. Oh! Uh, we used to talk to her. Colleen and I would talk to her on Facebook. Okay. So, because Dina, long story short, do you remember how Tan Mom, we used to have a relationship with Tan Mom, <laughs> yes. right? Tan Mom, repped by the same woman mm. who repped... Dina Lohan. Dina and... Michael? Michael Lohan. We've had both of them. Well, actually, Dina, we've never talked to on the show, but we've talked to Dina, but not on the show. But we had Michael Lohan on the show as well to talk about his daughter, to talk about his, like, he's he's a piece of work. Yeah, I watched him on Celebrity Rehab for a while. And he had a real tough relationship with his girlfriend, and it was a mess. But Dina was like, oh, yeah, you guys can come to the wedding. She never, we know, that didn't. That didn't oh, happen. God. That never happened. So two Midwest radio hosts did not get invited no. Excuse to... Excuse me. You say <laughs> that with a certain... Uh, if you had the opportunity, you would go. Oh, for sure. Right? Yeah. Uh, I would ask no. B. Arthur, My... can we get some snacks for free? Can you at least buy some snacks? But um, truth be told, that I do remember at the time when she had announced that she was getting married. And of course, Dina was very happy for her. And I'm sure because... You know, things are probably going to be a lot easier for the whole family. It is. Yeah. And apparently he's a very calm person. Well, that she raved help. about her beau saying, I have an amazing husband who's a very calm person. Now, when she learned she was pregnant, she really just, there was no like, okay, I'm going to surprise him with a pacifier in his cupcake or something like that. No, she just took a pacifier in his cupcake. I'm just saying like a reveal to him. Is that a thing? No, I made it up. (laughs) 
It's a good idea. It's, like, it's going right over my head, but, but it must be a if thing. It's, it's going to melt in there if it's plastic pacifier, so don't do that. But she said to her mom, I think I'm pregnant. She took a test, and then she just went into him and threw it on the bed. She's like, look at that. I'm pregnant. Right. I could so. totally see that. But they were both happy. Well, thank you for that and delightful. And she is preggers right now. That uh, delightful Lindsay Lohan update. When we come back from Lindsay Lohan to parents. Hey, parents. Dawn would like to tell you some of the things, uh, well, frankly, you hate about being a parent. <laughs> as if you didn't already know when we come back right here on My Talk 1071. It's the adventures of Bradley and Dawn. My Talk 1071. Guys, we got to talk about parenting. And if you have uh, the thing that you don't enjoy about being a parent in your mind and you want to give us a call, please do. 651-641-1071. I was laughing at this list yesterday that I found on BuzzFeed. And it's really just um, being real. I think that talking about this is good because... You have, there is so much guilt that you have if you're not enjoying certain parts of being a parent. Oh, sure. You know, it's like people tell you they're going to grow up so soon. You better take in every moment of these years, you know? And so if you have. I'm sure there's a a lot of pressure to be a parent in a certain way and be grateful at all times. Yes, yes. So this is um, parents opened up about the hellish parts of raising kids. And they're very honest about it. There's a, the full list on our show links page if you want to peruse it. And you'll probably be able to relate. And once again, you can give us a call. 651-641-1071. Um, I will start with the first one here. And it made me laugh. This person said, this is Sheena. She says, I genuinely love being a mother, but I hate going to the park. Any park or playground can burn to the ground. Oh, my God. (laughs) I wonder why she hates the park. Well, I can tell you. She says it's beyond boring. It's inconvenient to go. It's filthy, germ-infested, and unsafe. Oh, my God. I live in an area that's hot eight months out of the year, and it's actually torture to have to stand on concrete in the sun. Not to mention be forced into conversation with other parents. Uh Hard pass. Yeah. <laughs> she needs to come to the Twin Cities because we have such beautiful parks here. Yes, yes, and not just, but maybe living in in um, the concrete jungle of New yeah. York or something like that. Yeah. Uh, but that was just so funny to me. Somebody says that they hate parks. <laughs> um, well, I'm sure as a parent, when it's like the thing you have to do, yeah, it's not as fun as the thing you want to do. So right. when you feel like you have to go to the park again, oh God, right. just doing the same things over and over and over again. And if you've ever watched, like, an episode of, um, like, NCIS Mm -hmm. or any crime show, (laughs) Special Victims Unit, whatever, if you take your eyes off your child for one second, they could be snatched. Oh, my God! (laughs) Well, I mean, that's what... I, that's what I believed when my daughter was really little. Like, I cannot let her out of my sight. Yeah. You know, because then what could happen? So anyway, you're just standing there. You can't be on your phone. You just have to watch. And then you see him, like, push somebody else. And you're like, oh, God, here we go. You know, and then their dirty little hands all over the equipment. Oh, God. I can relate to this. Yes. Oh, I'm sure. How about this one? I don't like reading little kids books. <laughs> It's so boring, especially when they want the same story five or more times oh, in a God, row. Oh, God, that would drive me nuts. <laughs> right. Same yeah. with, like, kids who watch the same movies over and over. That would just get so annoying to hear the same movies over mm-hmm. and over and over and over. Right. My daughter loved Barney, the show. <sighs> and so she would, you know, gosh, watch those Barney tapes. Oh, I'm sure. And I know all of those songs. 
It's kind of gives me a little bit of a nightmare thinking about it. Oh, I bet. But I'm thinking, okay, well, if she's going to be consuming something, it's at least it's like positive messages and positive people at with her little spongy brain, you know? I I just, I feel grateful for my parents because like when I was growing up, we didn't have, by the time we had VHS tapes, I'm sure they were in existence when I was much smaller than when we actually had our first VHS tape. That Like that was not a thing mm-hmm. because you didn't, Right. Like you wouldn't watch the same movie over and over again. That didn't become a thing really until Until like fifth grade. Yeah. Like even that, like I don't, I don't remember like obsessively watching the same thing over and over again. I would just tape Growing Pains and yeah. Kurt Cameron's My mom scenes. always taped like soap operas, sure. you know, so like every day there was something like that. But I don't remember like kids just like, maybe we didn't even, I don't know. Anyway, moral of the story is I, I pity parents who have to <laughs> sit there and watch the same movie over. And yeah. now it's even more so because like they just press play. They don't have to rewind. They can't hide the thing. Yeah. You know like, oh, I don't know what happened to your little mermaid VHS tape. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's Uh-oh. always on the streaming service. Oh my gosh, right. YouTube, right. Um this this parent says the lack of privacy and the expectation that you're okay with it. You can't go to the bathroom unless you lock the door and then they're banging on the door. So you might as well just let them in. And they want to be cuddled. They want to be hugged. And mm. you're like, I'm trying to go to the bathroom right here. You know? Yeah. It's would... just the complete lack of privacy. Oh, God, I bet. Um, they'll come in. This lady says they'll. someone will be busting into the room asking me to open their yogurt. <laughs> She's While on the you're pot. on the pot. Yes, yep. yes. Um, open this! Yes, we've got one that says, um, I hate extracurricular activities. Oh, gosh. Let's add more chaos to the schedule that requires time and money we don't have. And then sit with parents who go wild at t-ball games as if a college recruiter is there offering scholarships. <laughs> <laughs> what was what was the most hellish part for you of raising kids? Because you're an actual mother. Mm, well, I hate to sound so um, like Pollyanna. But um, I had to go to school because I was in high school when I had my daughter. I was a senior. And then I went straight to college. So, And I had a million jobs. So not having enough time with her really, you know, bothered me. But I had to make that money, honey. Nobody else was bringing it in. So not having enough time with my daughter yeah. is probably. And I know there are so many parents that feel that way with two parents in the home. Oh, yeah. You know, for sure, because you have to get a babysitter or a nanny during the day if you both want to work. And at the end of it, sometimes it's better for one person not to work mm-hmm. because it's so expensive. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, since the pandemic and people stayed home and the costs have just gone through the roof, a lot of people chose to just stay home and raise their kids. Yes. Um, One woman just simply says that she's a little bit irritated with being touched all the time because little kids do hang all over you and you love it and you love it. But then sometimes just like, just get away. (laughs) Like if you were at a party and people were constantly like touching your body when you kind of be like, okay, I'm done, you know? And then there's always the people that are like, oh, I feel so bad because I want to hug my kid, but she's literally hanging on my neck. It's like anything like, you know, I mean, anybody can relate to that, right? Like even just being in a relationship or sharing space with someone, Mm -hmm. right? Like you're just like, get out of my space. Why are you there? Yes. 
which leads to other people just feeling like, when do I, when do I have time by myself? There's just no time to take a nap or anything like that. Mike, we did have a caller. She didn't want to be on the air and she didn't want to give her name, (laughs) but she just says, I feel really bad, but like my kids, I like their best friends. But it's all those extra kids that I just can't stand. <laughs> I hate all the extra little kids that got to come over and they'll clean up after themselves. Then I got to clean up for them. Oh, and she was sure. a single parent. She doesn't want to deal with all that stuff. So she's like, the besties are cool. It's all those other extended friends I just don't yeah. like. Yes, like the yes. second and ter- yes. third. Third tier friends. <laughs> right? That's awesome. Oh, or even it could be just their best friend. Like their favorite, favorite friend. You see, like, you will see into the world of how they do things and you're like "Uh oh that's not very nice i don't want them to pass that on to my kid yeah you know oh gosh i imagine there's all sorts of bad influences that you (laughs) are trying to avoid yeah and then they go over to their friend's house and they're like well her dad let us watch american beauty that literally happened to me oh my god and how old was your daughter um third grade oh no and i was livid like you don't want to be one of those people that just flip out but i was like I called up the dad and I was like, I'm super disappointed that you let my daughter watch American Beauty. It's an R-rated film. There are also themes in there that are very much like, you know, yeah. I mean, you've got yeah. Kevin Spacey's character liking a high school girl. Yeah. I don't want to be have that normalized in any way. Yeah. Eww. What did the father say? Oh, gosh, I didn't even think of it that way. Well, I'm really sorry. Hopefully she can come over again. She didn't. I was going to say, uh, spoiler alert. Yeah, we would have her over to our house, but I just didn't really want Because it's like, it what other like... weird choices are you making? Exactly. Let's go to the phones because oh, Abby has called and she would like to share. Hey, Abby. Hi. Hi. I would say the three B's were the hardest time for me. What are Bath, they? book, and bed. Bath, the book, end and of the bed. Day. Yes. Yes, Abby. Actually, somebody on here. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, that's okay. You're supposed to really, you know, love as they're winding down and they're supposed to be all clean and angelic and getting sleepy. (laughs) And I found that my husband would usually rile them up with like a tickle torture session or sometime (laughs) something like that. And then I would get exhausted and soothed by the process. Yeah, And then they wouldn't want to go to sleep and I still had dishes to do or, you know, phone calls to return or work to do. And uh, I would prefer to skip that part of the day if I could and not come home until after. Exactly. Yes. Somebody in this article said the same thing. Bedtime. It was like the whole process of having them brush their teeth, getting them into their like, I don't want to wear these pajamas. It's just like, all right. And then just the whole process of reading books and sleep. Yeah. yeah it's supposed to be a precious time, but sometimes it's just like, this has been an hour. Yeah. <laughs> so I get you, Abby. Abby, thank you so much. You got time for one more over there, Don? Yeah, for sure. We got Dolores on the phone. Yeah. Dolores is going to share. Hey, Dolores. Hey. Hey. What was what I remember? My kids are grown. But was the constant wiping. It was butts, noses, counters, floors, wiping, wiping. And then also, you have to feed them every day, sometimes more than once. Yeah. And I'm the time today. Every day. You just got to keep making that damn food. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh. yeah absolutely. Oh. And I bet they so weren't grateful forward. either. 
<laughs> it, it is worth it in the end. You're so right. Thank you, Dolores. Thank you, Dolores. You're uh, welcome. Bye-bye. Oh, God. You're just... I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Giving me hives. I'm, yes. I'm, uh... <laughs> <laughs> the constant wiping. Nope. Butts, noses, nope. countertops. Yes. Well, thank you, uh, everybody that called in. And you can find that full list of um, things that drive parents crazy about parenting on our show links page. When we come back, we're going to go back to uh, Britney Spears. What's going on, you guys? Uh, this reporter says that Kevin, her ex-husband, said she's on crystal meth. That oh, is boy. like no small allegation. Oh. She says, uh, wait a minute here. I've got a few thoughts to share. So we're going to tell you what Brittany responded when we come back right here on my talk website or app. Hey, my talkers, Bradley here for my friends at Alight. I want you to do me a favor. Come hang out with me Wednesday, June 21st. I'm hosting an event with Alight to celebrate World Refugee Day, and I would love for you to join me. You know, too often refugees and displaced people are portrayed one dimensionally often as victims or worse, villains. So we're going to make space to uplift their stories of abundance and resilience. That's why I want you to join me Wednesday, June 21st at 6 p.m. at Quincy Hall in Northeast Minneapolis. I'm going to be moderating a conversation with Andrew Leon Hanna, author of 25 Million Sparks, the untold story of refugee entrepreneurs. But you have to reserve your spot, so do that. Head to wearealight.org slash Bradley, and you can reserve your spot to hang out with me and us at Alight on Wednesday, June 21st. It's going to be a very, very special evening. So head to wearealight.org slash Bradley today, and thank you. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn. You're listening to My Talk 1071. The biggest story this weekend in our universe was Britney Spears mm. and the um, articles about her being addicted to methamphetamine. Now, Don, Don's saying that somewhat facetiously because we don't believe that story for a second, but the tabloids printed it and claimed, the reporter who wrote that story did, that Kevin Federline, her ex-husband, actually said those words, that Britney Spears was on crystal meth and that he was afraid she was going to overdose and die like quote amy winehouse so that story came out kevin interestingly immediately responded was like that's a bunch of lies which is interesting because he totally befriended and let that woman into his house and right uh went on camera with her shame made all sorts of money anyway britney responded now i think britney's response is equally interesting and uh i think i have it here yeah it was on instagram now she's been on a roller coaster lately with the instagram yeah but she's back and here's what she said following the words or the words the headline that she she's on the math quote the fact that people are claiming things that are not true is so sad Obvious, right? So she's saying, you know, the fact that Kevin and my kids would say these things, so bad. Actually, maybe not Kevin and her kids. Maybe she's saying the tabloids. Right. The fact that the tabloids would say that. Because if we read on, she goes on to say, this may not even be them saying such things. 
because it doesn't make any sense to me for them to be saying that. Mm, okay. Do you want to explain? Well, I would think that the, she is talking about Kevin and her kids when she makes that statement. Like, it doesn't yeah. make any sense that they would be saying these things. You know, they meaning... Yeah, the fact that people are claiming things, that I think refers to the headlines that she is, quote, on meth. And then she caveats it by saying, this may not even be them saying those things. Meaning, this may not even be Kevin and my kids saying it as the tabloids purport, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. right? I, um, I also think that I hope that, because did she take the post down or is it... Still up there. I can't get into my Instagram right now. Uh, the post of her, this post in particular. Yeah. She oh, took it down? No, it's still there. Oh, it's still there. Okay. I was yeah. going to say, I hope there was a very, very quick phone call that was made from her, from the house of Kevin Federline saying, hey, 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 you're going to see something in the paper. We didn't say that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That would be well, a decent thing to do. And so, so Brittany says, this may not even be them saying such things because it doesn't make any sense to me for them to be saying that. Which is totally true, and I think that that's why it seemed hollow to us, or many of us who read the idea that Kevin said she was on crystal meth. And unless this woman, her name is Daphne Barack, unless she's got, like, video or audio of him saying this... Right. Like, the reason I think it's hard to believe is because this is the guy who went to her and was like, that is, Kevin went to Brittany and said, hey, I want to move my entire family a.k.a. your kids, to Hawaii. Are you okay with that? At a time when he's trying to get permission to do that, right. you don't think he's probably going to be telling a lady who's doing a documentary slash expose, she's on math because she's going to read that, right? Like, that would just drive a wedge between your family. I'm not saying it's beyond the realm of possibility. Trust me, this family is so messed up in mm-hmm. so many other ways right. that I wouldn't, you you know. It's just, in if we were, you know, representing him with BDEPR... That's our PR firm, by yes. the way. Uh, Kevin. We're available, celebrities, if you need help and advice. Kevin, don't talk to tabloids, number one. Yeah. I know that you need money. Dude, but the let's money find that you're going to get out of that tabloid is nothing compared to the money you're going to get from her. So why aren't you, why are you not blowing <laughs> right. as much smoke up your ex-wife's behind as humanly possible? Because you've, you've got your kids, which are already getting money out of this deal. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, I, I just, it seems dumb. Mm-hmm. That said, let me go on a little bit with what Brittany, what else Brittany said in this post. This may not even be them saying such things because it doesn't make any sense. With Preston, her son, with Preston saying, quote, she needs to listen to us before it's too late. Do you remember every visit you came to my home? You went into your room and locked the door. I never saw you guys. By the way, we've heard this conversation before. I feel like she said these things before. Uh, Do you remember Hmm. every time you came to my home, you went into your room and locked the door. I never saw you guys. Jaden played the piano and we made music together. But the day I told him I wanted to see you guys more, I never saw you again. It makes me sad because I tried so hard to make things nice for you and it was never good enough. So you guys go behind my back and talk about me. It breaks my heart and the news is so low. I've always felt like the news bullies me. It's sad because everyone sits back as if it's okay to make up lies to that extent. Why am I told I have to sit back and rise above when they all go so low? Hopefully it's just the news being hateful and Kevin nor Preston said any of those things. Either way, I will be fine working out to throb. Um, I don't that's know what... why the <laughs> stay on one topic, Brittany. Yeah, she does. She always does something and then she'll Naps. do and then she'll say 
And now I'm cooking pasta after she just claims like something. You okay over there? <laughs> this is my chair. Did you just cook some pasta? Okay. You hear that? You, you're still doing it. Yeah. Anyway. She's like, it's my chair. <laughs> now, um, you're absolutely right. So she just had to throw in a zinger. I'm working out to throb. What is throb? What is throb? Do we know throb? Uh, I don't know. Okay. Maybe it's like a fitness program. Literally. <laughs> hopefully it's just. <laughs> The news being hateful and Kevin nor Preston said any of those things. Either way, I'll be fine. I'm working out to throb. <laughs> Girl. Anyway, but but to her point, this does make me happy that she's, she does, I, this is what I don't like is that she's crap talking her kids in public. I know. I don't Stop like it. that. I don't like that. But I'm not going to tell Brittany what to do, but I can have an opinion. Yeah. I'm not telling her not to do it. I'm just having an opinion. Don't come for me. Yeah. Um. But it does make me happy that she at least is willing to entertain the idea that this was not them and that this woman made this up. Right. This woman's going to be in trouble. I mean, she could get sued. I hope this she reporter. does. If you don't have proof that they said that, like... That's I libel. Feel- yes, it's libel. And I feel like um, if you want to print something, you should always be recording. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you can back it up in court. Well, yeah. Otherwise, Especially how did you get these case. quotes? I mean, the quotes were like verbatim. Mm-hmm. Him saying, oh, let me uh, pull up the actual quote. Again, the quote that this reporter in the Daily Mail alleges that Kevin Federline said to her involved the words crystal meth. Mm. Uh, I fear she's on meth. I've been praying someone would make it public and that she wakes up. It's terrifying. She's the mother of my boys. I mean, she puts that in quotes. I mean, if this is something that you're revealing now, just a reporter from The Sun and The Daily Mail, if this was true, you would be going to the police. Do you think he lied and said, like, maybe he said that offhanded to her, like, off the record, I think she's doing meth. Yeah. You know, and then she was like, oh, I didn't hear that on the record or off the record part. That's right. I mean, if you think it's possible or is he just lying? I mean, people do lie, Dawn. I don't know if you know this. I know. This is, I don't think, going back to the PR firm that we have, Kevin, it's not a good idea when you're trying to, she has to allow you to move to Hawaii. She has to agree to that because you can't just move away from the other parent. I mean, she allegedly already did. Yeah. So she gave permission, but wouldn't but you want to be risky. in her good graces? You know? It's very risky, especially plus, when she's writing the checks. And plus, doesn't didn't she just pay for your whole home that you live in? Did she? I'm assuming. Yeah. Like, I, can I just can I say they're all living off of Britney? We have 30 seconds. Can I just have a really uncomfortable opinion and then we'll run away? Yeah. It's so weird to me that like he gets that money. You know, like you like you have kids, you're responsible for those kids. I think all of those things are good. Mm-hmm. If you're, if you have a certain well, like certain wealth, like, you know, you have to pay a certain amount for the kids, but those kids, the amount of money that they get, do you think they're really getting the full value of that money? No, yeah. not at all. It's a crime. It is. Well, you oh. said it. I didn't. Mm-hmm. Oh, look at the time. Hey, come, come at me, boo. <laughs> Uh, Oh, Mike's on the phone over there with Kevin, I think. Oh. We'll find out what he had to say about you when we come back. No, when we come back, we have a very special guest joining us to talk about last night's Tony Awards. Yay! Is fun. That was probably the most fun I've ever had. My Talk 1071.
Everything Entertainment.